Thanks for tuning in to the As We Go podcast by First College. Our hope for this podcast is to be a resource for college students seeking to be the hands and feet of Christ on their campus and in the world. Listen to this podcast while you're, well, on the go. Whether that may be in the car, walking to class, or walking down the frozen entrees aisle at Walmart, Jesus' commission for his disciples was to go and make disciples of all nations. So we want to offer all the help we can as you go and fulfill this call. Howdy, and welcome back to the As We Go podcast. My name is Sydney, and I'm here with Jordan, and today, what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about, um, well, first of all, we're going to be making a transition from what we've been talking about. So we've been talking a lot about biblical accuracy and how do we know that the Bible is true. Um, So now that we have a basis for this, maybe the person you're talking to won't agree with everything the Bible says, but like that it's a historically accurate document, not just a bunch of made-up things, um, we can start getting into some of the ideas that the Bible says, the the ideas that the Bible has contained in it. So today, specifically, we will be talking about um, God in the Old Testament versus God in the New Testament. Great. That sounds so exciting. Where are we going to start? So a lot of people will say that God in the Old Testament is different from God in the New Testament. They'll make this differentiation. even though we know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, but they'll, they'll look at stories in the Old Testament about um, God wiping out the entire earth and only saving Noah and his family, or Sodom and Gomorrah, or um, commanding the Israelites to kill anyone. And they'll say, this isn't a God that I can get behind. This is a God of wrath, of vengeance, of jealousy. Um, I don't like him, but then in the New Testament, he shows up and um, he's preaching, or Jesus is preaching. That's another differentiation they make. They're like, I like Jesus, but I'm not a big fan of God. I'm like, same person. Yeah. Kind of. And we will be talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. the Trinity, too, which Ooh, should be exciting in 12 minutes. <laughs> um, but the so they're preaching preaching peace and love and um it it stands in contrast to what we see in the old testament and so people try to make this differentiation because it makes them more comfortable or it invalidates christians claims that god is a god of love of mercy um someone who wants to save you so how do we start to like what would be your first thing to go to to you know push back against that idea of two different gods my the first thing that I go to is um, I, I this idea of two different gods really um, to me makes it seem like we are putting God in a two dimensional box, and that is something that Christians are guilty of too. That is not only something that non believers are guilty of, but putting God in this two dimensional box like you can only be one thing. Um, there have been like I I am human. And so if I believe that God created me, then God must be more complex than I am. And I know that I'm more complicated. Like I can, you know, do something one day and have a different, like, yeah. So (laughs) I don't think I'm explaining that well because. It's a hard concept to explain. (laughs) It's a hard concept to explain. And also like sometimes when I do wrong things, like I'm doing out of of sin, but God doesn't sin. Um, the other thing we have to um, reconcile with, and this is something that non-believers typically really struggle to wrap their mind around, is that it's God, and he can do 
whatever he wants because he is God. Um, our, our rules of justice, our understanding of justice do not apply to him because we, like, d- quoting, I think it was Paul, I don't know, we see now through a mirror dimly, yeah, yeah. Um, but one day we will see the whole picture. Like, God already sees the whole picture. Yeah. Um, so our understanding of what's right and wrong is flawed. Um, and it's only through God that we can understand. But an easier idea for a non-believer to understand is you got to point out the instances in the Old Testament where God is preaching mercy and love and all of these things. And then in the New Testament, when there is wrath and judgment, there was, um, so for instance, in the Old Testament, and this is an easier, again, this is an easier idea to explain to a non-believer, um, in the Old Testament, we see God forgiving the Israelites again and again. Um, now, there is a lot of death, but the Israelites keep turning away from God, and God keeps calling them back. Yeah. Um, there's a whole several books about it um, of just judges. It's just yeah. them failing and so then... Fun. <laughs> Isn't it? It is. And God sends someone and is like, you done screwed up. <laughs> and then he brings them back to him. Um, but even more outside of the Israelites, which were God's chosen people, we can see God's love and mercy, um, in other places. We can see it with the people of Nineveh who were widely considered the worst people. Um, so much so that a God fearing man, Jonah did not want, now I I have beef with Jonah, but, (laughs) but a God fearing man, Jonah did not want to go talk to them because he was afraid that God would save them. Um, and then so much so that when they repented and God did not instantly smite them, (laughs) Jonah was a baby about it. Um, so we, we see these acts of like great love and great mercy from not only to the Israelites, which were God's chosen people. And so someone could say, oh, well, that's, that's just because he liked them, but even God loves everyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But because they were God's chosen, he would be more willing to forgive them. We can see, like, people that weren't his, weren't chosen, in so many words, Calvinists don't at me. Um, It's a whole other discussion. That is a whole other discussion. Um, So weren't chosen in so many words. Yes. Because I'm not starting this fight. No. Um, But that God saved anyway, despite what probably everyone else would have done everyone wanted to see judgment come to Nineveh so now let's flip to the New Testament where we see God preaching peace and love Mm -hmm. and there was no wrath in the New Testament whatsoever at all except the biggest display of God's wrath that we see was to Jesus on the cross when he killed an innocent man for the sins of the world that's fair and that was that was a big display of wrath yeah um that's the biggest like that's punishment for sin um and so and so not to say that god wasn't punishing the sin in the old testament or whatever but that was on an innocent man a man that did not deserve any of that um since we believe jesus to be sinless according to the bible and again all of this is based off the belief that we believe that the bible is valid now um which is why we had to set that up first yeah we did um but now we can get into the order the the (laughs) The fun fun stuff (laughs) um but so we see we see him um instantly or we see his wrath on jesus 
Um, but we also see, we, we also see that his judgment isn't exclusive to Jesus. Um, there was, um, Ananias. Oh yeah. And, um, his wife. Sapphira. Sapphira. <laughs> I, I was like, it's, I think it's Sapphira, but yeah. I, uh, yeah. I didn't you know. Don't want to be wrong. I didn't want to pronounce it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And his wife, um, who sold, sold land and um pocketed some of it and then gave what they didn't pocket to the disciples and was like this is for god this is for the church this is for y'all um this is everything that we have and the disciples were like no you're wrong and then um they just dropped instantly dead um because because that's that's within god's rights to do Mm -hmm. um People conveniently leave that part out of the story when trying to prove God's different. Yeah. It's a fairly big story. <laughs> it, it is a fairly big story. So we see we see judgment in the New Testament just like we see love in the New Testament. Now, or in the Old Testament. Um, it's, it's short-sighted of us to try to restrain God to our preconceived notions of him instead of allowing him to be bigger than we can imagine um again the creator is going to be bigger is going to be better than the created um so it's very important while we are talking about these things that we recognize that while we may not always understand what god does while we might not always agree with god with with what god does make the words go um I mean, there are some things in my life where I'm so like, why, God? I don't, I don't understand, but like, I'm choosing to trust anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to be a hard concept for a non-believer who yeah. just doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an important conversation to have because we're not going to get anywhere unless they are willing to um, deconstruct their beliefs and um and we need to deconstruct our beliefs too because there there are there are walls that you have built around god that he is trying to knock down um but that's getting a little preachy (laughs) um and that's not what this is about this is about apologetics this is not sunday morning um so that's that's how god in the new testament and god in the old testament are actually the same god that's impressive so where would you send someone like non-believer or like just recently where they were asked these questions where in the bible would you send them like first like what's kind of their story or a passage or something if you or you just start in the garden and just <laughs> yeah kind of just you just kind of read the whole, the whole thing story. yeah just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just genesis to revelation yeah. um i think i think for a story of not understanding what god is doing but trusting him anyway um because I, I think that's what it boils down to a lot is like, how can, or, and, and we'll talk about this too. We'll talk about why does God allow suffering in the world? And that will be a different, a, a different day. Yeah. And, the, and, and that'll be a lot. Cause I have my own ideas, but there are a lot of really smart yeah. people who have different ideas than me. Yeah. And so we're going Which to talk allowed. about, yeah. And, and we're going to talk about all those ideas yes. and you can form your own opinion. Um, so this kind of relates to that, but, but I think Job mm-hmm. is a really really good place if you're struggling with this idea of who God is because 
if if you're unfamiliar with the story of Job, um, it's it's about a man who the satan is like he is he is righteous but i'm going to show you that he is only righteous because you god let good things happen to him you have blessed him beyond measure and if he did not have all that you have given him he would curse your name um and so god says all right and satan starts taking away everything from job with with um with God's permission, he starts yeah. taking everything away from Job. Um, he takes away his children, um, his wealth. Um, he inflicts him with uh, all kinds of diseases. Um, Job's life is miserable. He has his friends. He um, Satan left his wife there. Um, <laughs> and his wife tells Job, curse God and die. She's a fantastic <laughs> woman. I mean, Proverbs 31 woman right there. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> So, um, and his friends are like, well, how did you sin? Like, you're, you're obviously suffering because you have sin in your life. Just confront your sin. Like, you're not. And Job is like, no, I am a righteous man. I haven't done anything to deserve this. Why, God? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, God shows up. And I love this passage because yeah. God's like, so oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Were you there when, we fo- when the world was formed? Yeah. Did you tell the sun to rise? He totally drops the mic. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's, I think it's really a story about breaking down what, what we believe or who we believe God to be um, and instead letting God act as he sees fit, which is something that we need to do um, if we're going to trust him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really awesome. So, um uh... That's all for the As We Go podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, hope you learned something. That's that's our goal here. Yes, that is the goal. Um, <laughs> also, now that we've been doing this for a little bit, um, if y'all have any questions, Ooh, yeah. come find me, Tyler, Sydney, your or small group leader. Find us on Instagram. Or Yeah, find as we go podcast we have instagram i have no idea i don't know i don't follow it if we do (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so but look at the fbc college yeah instagram you can message us on there and we will answer any other questions we've got a lot of weeks to do podcast episodes we do and we and we want to we want to make sure that y'all's questions are getting answered this is just these are questions that have come up in my life um discussions that i think are important but um like yeah we want we want to serve y'all first and foremost so if y'all have any questions um we would love to get them answered thanks for tuning in to the as we go podcast you can follow first college on instagram at first college fbc and be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're streaming so you never miss an episode